Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, where legends share legendary stories. Presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. This episode, In the Locker Room with Billy Sims. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. I'm author and oral historian Jackson Michael. Today, we sit down with Billy Sims as he shares stories about his tremendous high school football career in Hooks, Texas, and his road to winning the 1978 Heisman Trophy. Sims was a member of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame's 2006 class. He was gracious enough to sit down and chat with me at a TriStar Productions event in Houston in June of 2021 for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. Billy Sims was the first overall pick in the 1980 NFL Draft. He was selected by the Detroit Lions and wore number 20 before Barry Sanders did. He broke the Detroit Lions franchise rushing record halfway through his fifth NFL season. A catastrophic knee injury abruptly ended his career. Otherwise, Billy Sims might have landed on the short list of greatest NFL running backs of all time. He is certainly on the short list of greatest running backs in Texas high school football history. He ended his high school career with over 7,700 yards, at the time second only to the great Ken Hall, not only in Texas, but in the entire country. Sims played high school football at Hooks High School in Hooks, Texas, but he was born in St. Louis, Missouri. He tells us about moving to Texas and how it happened. Well, my grandparents and all my family is from East Texas, a little town right outside of Texarkana called Hooks, Texas. About bigger than this building here. (laughs) And uh, during the summer months, we would always go there to visit. Well, I kind of got used to liking the hogs and pigs and chickens and all that stuff. So I asked my mother, could I stay down here? She said, well, if you want to, you know. But my other siblings, they didn't want to stay. <laughs> they used to the bright lights, you know. And I ended up uh, getting there when I was in eighth grade. Sims said that his family owned about 100 acres and raised chickens, cows, and pigs. It's natural to think that he wanted to play football at an early age, but in truth, he wasn't very interested in the game that made him famous. He fell in love with a different sport. I wouldn't play. Because at that time in St. Louis, most inner city black kids, we played baseball because of the Cardinals. Our time's going to be the next Bob Gibson. If you know much about Billy Sims, you likely know that his uniform was always number 20 in high school, college, and in the pros. He said that he chose that number because of Lou Brock, the Hall of Fame outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals, and he remains a big Cardinals fan to this day. He said he also didn't really have a favorite football team growing up. That's how much he loved baseball more than football. Although football had been king in Texas for a long time, Sims didn't start playing football until 10th grade. He tells us why 
and adds that he wanted to make sure that he was on the defensive side of the ball. I was afraid to get hit. I said, I don't want nobody hitting on me. So I finally came out. I said, okay. I said, but I'm going to be a linebacker because I want to hit the guy that had the ball too. I can run fast. I can catch people. He said that three games into the season, the team lost two players, and that left Billy Sims to play running back. He takes us back to his sophomore year in high school and the move to running back. Well, when the first start out, it was a whole lot of running and no blocking. We was terrible. Then it changed around. We got better and better. And the rest was history after that. Billy helped the Hooks Hornets get better quite quickly. The team finished 7-3 in 1972, the school's first winning record in six seasons. Things got even better in 1973. Billy rushed for 3,080 yards for Hooks in 1973, a total that stood only behind Kenneth Hall's three legendary seasons for Sugarland. Billy's 3,080 yards was the highest single season rushing total in Texas high school football for the entire 1970s. The Hornets made the state 2A playoffs and won their bi-district matchup over Winsboro. The win lifted Hooks into a regional matchup against Rockwall, the state runner-up from the previous season. And Rockwall was good, too. It was, it, it was unreal. Man. I thought we would give them a game but not beat them. They had some great players on their team. And we uh, persevered, you know, we stayed there and hung it out. Great players have their best games when it matters most, and Sims had an exceptional game against Rockwall. He scored five touchdowns, three on breakaway runs, two of which amassed over 40 yards each. He also had a 66-yard punt return for a touchdown, and he made two touchdown-saving tackles on defense. For the icing on the cake, he booted three extra points. Hooks triumphed 45-35 to over Rockwall. It was a night to remember for the whole team. We weren't a big team, but we were scrapping. Billy's rushing total was officially 381 yards for the night, but he's been told that it could have been even higher than that. Actually, they said I had 400, but I lost some. <laughs> The big win over Rockwall launched the Hornets' flight to the state title game. Hooks shut out perennial powerhouse Alpine in the state semifinals 26 to nothing. The Hornets faced undefeated Friendswood at Lumberjack Stadium in Nacogdoches for the state final. Sims scored a second quarter touchdown, but Hooks eventually fell by a 28 to 15 score. The team's magical journey to the state title game gave Hooks 12 wins on the season, and as of the end of the 2020 season, that is still the highest total in school history. The head coach for the Hooks Hornets at that time was a man named Jack Coleman. Sims tells us about his high school coach and a story about what happened when his coach spotted him out too late one night at the fairgrounds. We had a coach who was ex-military guy, and he's a no-nonsense, which was good, type of guy. I remember one game, um, the 
fire had came to town, where it supposed to have been home at 10 o'clock. Well, he was coming to the fire with his family, and I was leaving at 10 o'clock. I got in trouble for that. But the fans didn't realize why I got in trouble for that, because we was playing a team that was a little better than we was, I guess, but we ended up losing that game by one touchdown because I kicked off, and then I went and sit down. The fans are wondering why I'm sitting down. <laughs> he knew it, but he had to do it, but the fans, they're still mad today. <laughs> During Sims's senior year, he was highly recruited for football. I didn't see that coming either. I'm thinking baseball, and I'm not, I, you know, I want to pitch. I want to pitch. And I played football just to help out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was waiting on a scholarship. I got a few of those smaller scholarships for baseball. Everybody was recruiting me heavy for football. When we return, Billy Sims will share stories about how he was recruited for football and how he wound up at Oklahoma instead of Texas or Baylor on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. When you come to Waco, be sure to stay at the Hampton Inn Waco, located just a short distance from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You'll start your day off with a delicious complimentary breakfast, and you'll enjoy the Hampton Inn Waco's free Wi-Fi, fitness center, and pool. Next time you bring your team to Waco, make the Hampton Inn Waco your home court on the road. Welcome back to In the Locker Room with Billy Sims on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. When we left off, Sims talked about how he would have loved to have played baseball in college, but he was being heavily recruited for football. Sims ended up going to Oklahoma. There are some really good stories behind how he wound up there. He was highly recruited, and of course, one of the suitors was the Texas Longhorns. Billy tells us about his recruiting trip to Austin and the very simple reason that he ruled out the Longhorns. Well, I went down there on a recruiting day. I'm thinking, I said, the only way I'm coming here, I'm going to wear number 20. I know Earl wasn't giving up number 20. <laughs> so I wasn't going to <laughs> So it was a combination of Billy's love for the jersey number 20, plus the fact that Earl Campbell already owned number 20 at Texas that halted Daryl Royal's recruiting plans for Billy Sims. Baylor head coach Grant Taff also recruited Sims. Billy says that he was all set to play for the Baylor Bears, and he made that clear before his recruiting trip to OU. I thought I was going to be at Baylor, really. I had only committed to Coach Taff. 
I was going to Baylor because of my grandmother and Baylor. They're Baptists. We're Baptists. I was just going because we was Baptists. <laughs> and my last visit was Oklahoma. Wasn't even going to visit. But my baseball coach, that was my baseball coach, he was from Durant, Oklahoma. He's a big Sooner fan. And I said, well, I go visit, but I'm not going to Oklahoma. I've already committed to Coach Taft keeping word Oklahoma head coach Barry Switzer was a master recruiter. He didn't take no for an answer when it came to Billy Sims, even though Sims told him that he was committed to Baylor when he made his official trip to Oklahoma. So I get up there and they had all these Texas players on the team. It was about 60-40. I'm like, wow, coach, didn't know you had all these Texas players. He said, oh, yeah, we recruit Texas pretty good. You know they got good players down there. <laughs> so one thing led to another. I told coach, I said, well, I'm going back home. This is a true story. I'm going to Baylor. He said, well, before you go back home, I want you to meet my family. But what I didn't realize, he's going to turn up the heat on me. So we get to the house, his kids, he had three kids, they run out to meet him, got on my jersey number, number 20. I'm thinking, wow. And the coach said, yeah, they already selling your jersey number up here. I'm thinking I got the only number 20. And I'm thinking they really selling my jersey number. <laughs> That's how you recruited me. Switzer had turned up the heat on Sims, but he wasn't quite finished with his recruiting pitch. Sims worked a part-time job pumping gas in Hooks. Hooks is located close enough to the Oklahoma border that a person could tune in to hear OU football on the radio. The weekend after his visit to OU, Billy was working at the gas station and listening to the Sooners game on the radio. What started out as an ordinary work shift turned into a very memorable afternoon. So, that following weekend, they was playing University of Colorado. Halftime, my co-worker at the gas station said, Billy, Coach Swisher on the phone, we want to talk to you. I'm thinking, he's at Colorado. When I go to the payphone, it's Coach Swisher on the payphone at halftime. I mean, what coaches do that? They don't do that. They go and talk to the players and do all that. It's a true story. We talked the whole halftime. I can hear the referee come in and tell the Coach Swisher, you got to get back on the field. And he said, you hear that? I got to go finish this butt kicking. And I'll call you later on tonight when I get home. I said, okay. Look, but before I go, I want to promise you two things. If you recommit, come to this great institution of Oklahoma. I'm thinking, okay, here it comes. He said, first of all, I'm going to make sure you graduate and get your degree, which I did, because I know your grandmother would love it. He pulled a grandmother card on me, because he knew I was cold and crazy about my grandmother. And two, you're going to win the Heisman Trophy. Sims said that he didn't go to Oklahoma to win the Heisman, although he did win the 1978 Heisman Trophy as Switzer promised in his recruiting pitch. Things worked out great for Sims at Oklahoma in that regard, but he says he still has one regret 
about not signing with Baylor. The hardest thing I think about it today was I didn't tell Coach Taff at the time that I changed my mind on signing day. Oh, man. And uh, all my grandmothers, whew, she was upset for quite a while, but she eventually got over it. And it was funny, during that time period, I would used to see Coach Taff at different functions or whatever. He see me look around, he start shaking his hand at me, his finger. <laughs> but great coach, great person. So when RG3 got his, I got in touch with Coach Taff. I said, well, after 30 some years, Baylor finally get their Heisman Trophy. So he was good about it. Sims said that his freshman class at Oklahoma included 14 of the top 18 high school prospects in Texas, and that all 14 of those players went pro. Sims played sparingly his freshman year at Oklahoma behind Joe Washington, another Texas Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Joe Washington played his high school football at Port Arthur Lincoln in Port Arthur, Texas. You can learn more about Joe Washington and his father, Joe Washington Sr. in the Thursday Night Lights episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. Sims missed almost his entire sophomore year at Oklahoma due to an injury. Actually, when I got hurt my sophomore year, I quit. I went went back to pump gas. He said that Coach Switzer talked him into returning to football. I guess he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself at that time. I rededicated myself to the game, worked out hard, and things started happening. Sims entered the 1978 season with fewer than 90 rushing attempts in his collegiate career. Still, his career took off. He rushed for 107 yards in Oklahoma's opener against Stanford, coached by Bill Walsh. Three games later, Sims scored four touchdowns against 14th-ranked Missouri. Sims started to gain some attention. He next ran for 131 yards and two touchdowns against rival Texas, at that time ranked sixth in the nation under head coach Fred Akers. I was finally healthy for a change, and I finally got around to showing what I could do, you know, on a college level. About, about midway through the season, all this Heisman stuff started coming. And I really didn't pay much attention to it because I thought if I remain healthy, I might have a good shot of some type of war. Wasn't the Heisman. And then it kept getting better. <laughs> it kept getting better. Sims set a Big Eight conference record with 1,762 yards rushing in 1978. He scored 20 touchdowns to lead the nation. As a result, he won the 1978 Heisman Trophy. Oklahoma finished third in that year's final AP poll and won the Orange Bowl over conference rival Nebraska. Billy excelled in the team's second game of the season against each other. He scored two touchdowns in the Orange Bowl and ran for 135 yards as the Sooners topped the Cornhuskers 31-24. Sims was one of two Heisman favorites going into his senior year of 1979. He led the nation in touchdowns for the second straight season with 22, but finished second in the Heisman voting and narrowly missed out 
on becoming only the second player in history to win the Heisman Trophy twice. The Detroit Lions selected Sims as the first overall pick in the 1980 NFL Draft. Sims' pro career skyrocketed immediately. He led the NFL in touchdowns in his rookie season and made the Pro Bowl each of his first three seasons. He broke the Lions' career rushing record during only his fifth season. A remarkable feat, especially considering that a player's strike in his third season reduced the NFL's regular season to nine games in 1982. Billy Sims' career looked to be headed to legendary heights, but a traumatic knee injury permanently ended his career in the eighth week of the 1984 season. He remains the second leading rusher in Lions history behind Barry Sanders. He excelled in a new career after football, owning a chain of great barbecue restaurants appropriately named Billy Sims Barbecue. Billy Sims' NFL career may have been cut short before reaching its pinnacle, but his Texas high school football career remains the stuff of legend. He still owns the Texas State high school record for most consecutive 100-yard games with 38. As of the beginning of the 2021 season, that record has stood for almost 50 years. He was inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame as part of its 2006 class. He is also a member of the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame, which is also located on the grounds of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. Come visit the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco and when you do, book your stay at the Hampton Inn Waco.